morning, Detroit, and welcome to Strangers in a Strange Land podcast episode 42. Come on. 45. 45. So, how you been, my friend? All right. How are you? I am good. It's been a couple weeks. We didn't meet last week because of the holiday. Did you do anything for the holiday? Put the kids to work in the yard. Uh, there you go. We need to, you need to let me know when you're ready to tear out those bushes. Yeah, you're going to come over and help me yank some stuff out. Yep. I got I got four that I want to pull out, too. I'm not sure if I'm doing it this summer or not. I've got something growing around my house. And they were originally all along the back of my house. And I don't know what the, the root network looks like because this thing is growing everywhere. And it's this woody bush that uh, it shoots up sprouts into, and, and it grows fairly quickly into, you know, woody type branches. And they, it, it just grows so fast and it's everywhere. It just, it just pops out of the ground. And before you know it, it's, it's three feet tall. Hmm. And I don't know what I need to do to kill this thing once and for all, because I'll cut it down. I'll cut it right down to the dirt and it may come back there. And if it doesn't, it comes back somewhere else. It's like whack-a-mole. Is it growing in the grass or like along the edge? No, mainly in my gardens where I'm not mowing. Oh, so at like the, the, the flower beds up against the yeah. house. Yeah, there was originally like five of these things along the back of the house. Hmm. Take a picture with Google Lens. It'll tell you what it is. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Still don't know how I'm going to kill it. So I used that Google Lens the other day for uh, identifying some hornets or wasps. And I took a picture of the hole in this wasp's nest because uh, it was a fairly interesting looking wasp it was like black and white and it had kind of a white face and it had two or three white stripes at the end of its body i'd never seen one like that before and google identified it as a bald-faced wasp in like a second mm -hmm. it wasn't even that great of a picture it wasn't a great angle but it just figured it out it's mm -hmm. amazing stuff i know i used it the other i don't use it that often but i used it the other day for oh i don't know if you you recall my windows upstairs, but I have like the, I, I Googled it to figure, I, I didn't know what they were called, but it's like, I got the, the, the metal bar that goes across the top over the uh, window. And then it's like a, it's like a sheer kind of a drape that goes up the wall, loops over the, the rod, comes over to the rod on the right, comes down. <clears throat> so it's like a sheer curtain. It's not, it's really not a curtain. It's just kind of, you don't close it or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I didn't really know what they were called and I was going to buy a different color for the, for the bedroom. And so I took a picture of it with Google lens and sure enough, it brings it up and tells me exactly what it is. And, and unfortunately I don't remember what they're actually called now. It's like a, I don't even remember what it's called, but, but yeah, it's, it's amazing how that works like that. Yeah. I've done that with my plants too. I've got a couple plants. I got a, two aloe plants and there was one I really wasn't sure what type of aloe it was so I took a picture of it and 
turns out it's like a tiger claw aloe or something like that. <laughs> That's a crazy technology. Yeah, it is. Speaking of um, things growing in your yard, <laughs> I watched, uh, I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago that we watched, that I watched Hereditary. Mm-hmm. And I bought Hereditary Midsommar in a package and they are the same writer, same director. So I watched Midsommar yesterday and it was good. Um, it's it's kind of like hereditary. It got brave reviews, how it's like this great movie. It's not a great movie. It's a, it's a decent movie, but it talks, it's about uh, this group of college kids that go to um, Switzerland. Is it Switzerland or Sweden? Oh, I don't remember. Um, so they go there and essentially they're being brought into this cult. And they, when they get there, they're eating magic mushrooms. They're eating mushrooms before they go in. So they're hallucinating. <laughs> uh, it was it was good. Um, not disturbing. Not really. A, I think it's classified as horror uh, or... I guess that's the only way you can classify it, but it's really not a horror movie. Um, but I thought it was good. All movies like that, when it deals with cults and stuff like that, to me are interesting. Yeah. Just the, just the mentality behind all of that. Um, but it, it was it was decent. And I watched, I binge watched, and this was on a recommendation from one of our listeners. And I always say one of our listeners and she, she um, contributes in comments. I, I'm never sure if I should say her name, but uh, she'll let me know now, I guess, after this. Uh, but she recommended Clickbait, which is like an eight episode mini season. Yeah, yeah. Man, that was so good. So good. Every episode you're going, all right, I got it figured out. I know who did it. And then boop, it changes. It's like, ah, shit. Oh, those series are cool. Yeah, it was so good. there. And they, I was reading an article about it, how they said they kind of left it open. And there, there might be a season two. I don't know if it'll be based on the same storyline. I guess, I guess that would be the case if they left it open a little bit, but yeah, clickbait. So if you haven't watched clickbait, that's definitely worth watching. It's getting good reviews on Netflix. Yeah. And I didn't I did notice Netflix changed their rating system. Did you have if you noticed that? Again. Uh not again. I mean, I remember when they changed it to the thumbs up, thumbs down. Which I hate. Yeah. I, I preferred the star version because you can get something, you know, one or two stars, and you know, two stars is maybe watchable, or you know, four stars. And then five stars for something that's just great. Yeah. And then they went to thumbs up, thumbs down. But now I notice there's at least on the Roku. I don't know if it's on the web version or on the other versions on the phone version, but it's thumbs up, thumbs down. And then like a really like, I really like this one. So I think that's a little better. Yeah. But it's yeah. still, they need to go back to the star system mm -hmm. and make it searchable by star system, you know, by ratings to be mm -hmm. able to search four stars or five stars. I have a big problem with the whole Netflix, Netflix interface. Uh, back in the day, 
you used to be you can still do this i think they're disabling it now though you can go into your settings and sort your your list your queue list well, i didn't they're, know that yeah they're disabling that now and i've always said there there used to be a couple uh chrome plugins that i used to use that allowed you to manually sort your queue by like genre and all that stuff that's what netflix needs netflix needs like little folders where you can say like watch now and put everything you want to watch in the next week in a folder or sort it by the kind of genre. Do they, they've got something you can say add to my list right that's what i'm talking about so the list you could right now you can sort it manually if you go to the website you can drag and drop but they're oh, okay. disabling they're disabling that but they need something like that with folders so you can go all right this is my folder of suspense and action movies or this is my folder of horror movies that are in my list so you can sort through them without having to go through your whole list looking for something yeah it just seems like it could be done way better voodoo's is a little better uh, but um, so, yeah Amazon Prime's interface is just awful. Oh, I know. I know. I don't have that service. I've used it in the past for like a free trial. Um, you know, they got they have a lot of good content, a lot of content that you don't find on the other other streaming services because I think they allow people to upload their own content like documentaries and indie movies and things like that. Hmm. At least that's what it seems like to me. But it's so hard to navigate. It is so hard to find anything because they mix in programs and, and um, movies and TV shows from other streaming services. It's like, fuck that shit. I just want to see what you've got to offer. Yeah. And it's so hard to find your list of things to watch. I mean, it's in there. You can click around long enough, you'll find it. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I want that right in front of my face. I want the first thing to see is my list the next thing i want to see is what's new and then properly categorize everything else yeah yeah the way shutter does it it's 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 kind of crappy on, on the roku in order to get to your list on shutter you got to go to settings and it's it's stupid so i'm going to two or three different clicks just to yeah. see my list and that's that's what should be showing first absolutely um yeah I've only used Prime a couple times. Although I did notice I was looking for something that I that used to be on Shutter. It was one of the first things that came out on Shutter, which was Supermax, which is I think it's Australian. I think it's Australian, uh, like ten part series, and that was so good. No, it wasn't Australian because it was in a foreign language. Uh, it was in English, but um, that I noticed is on Amazon Prime. So if, if nobody's seen that, Supermax is really good. It's kind of like this game show that takes place inside a prison. They got to try to escape. Um, I don't remember what language it's in, though. But it was good. And unfortunately, I wanted to watch that, but it's on Prime. Huh, I'll take a look at it. Yeah. I want to say I they're like 40-minute episodes. It's what? I'm going to say it's like 40 minute episodes, about 10. Yeah. Of them. yeah. So today is 20 years 
since 9-11 attacks, dude. Do you, you feel that? old? Fuck, yeah. 20 years, dude. I can't believe that. There's people, there's there's kids around now that, that weren't around. No, yeah. When that happened. You know, teenage, you know, adults, young adults. That's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. I remember I was at home and I saw like a lot of people saw that second plane hit live. Uh, they were they cut to the Trade Center Towers when, after the first one hit and they were filming it live. And I literally saw that second plane real time going to the second building. Uh huh. Nuts. It was like my just draw was dropping. It was insane. Because that was after, if I'm not mistaken, that was after the grid went out, right? Grid went out earlier than that. I don't remember. You don't remember when that grid went out and everything stopped? No. For like four days? Oh, oh, that, that was not related to 9-11. No, no, no. It wasn't related, but I, yeah, I was trying oh, yeah, to put it in perspective. Was that, was that before 9-11? So was that more than 20 years ago? Or did that go out after 9-11? That was after because, um, and I know that because I was living in my house when the grid went out and I didn't move to my house until about 2003. Okay. Yeah, but both of those events, man, were like so eerie, when, you know, when it's happening. Yeah, there were no planes in the sky for a few weeks. Yeah. And at that time, I was living in Garden City, which was closer to the airport and we would hear the planes coming over like out where i'm at now if i hear a plane or a helicopter it stands out because mm -hmm. you know we're over in garden city and i'm sure where you're at you you hear all those planes all the time um, although you probably don't recognize it now because you're so used to it i actually don't hear many planes surprisingly it has to be because you're used to it because i know when i where i grew up in romulus they would go over all the time and you just don't even hear it because yeah, you're so I, used I don't. To it. And I think it's because even though I'm situated between the two airports, mm -hmm. uh, I think the glide paths coming in and out uh, are such that they don't really fly over my house. Hmm. That's possible. But yeah, when, when I heard it was 20 years, I'm sure they're going to have some specials on TV and talking about it and, but man, I can't get over it. It's been 20 years already. Time flies, eh? I saw a, I don't know if this is at the Trade Center or where this is at, but it's it's called One World Center Elevator or something like that. Have you seen this? Mm -mm. I don't know if it's actually down in, in New York or if it's just like this, um, like this attraction somewhere. But it's essentially it's it's like an elevator that you get in, but it I don't I don't think it really moves. It's like a screen, and it lifts you up, and so your view and looks like you're on the outside of a building in an elevator, and it's going up, and it starts like from what New York looked like back before there were buildings, and as you go up, the time changes, and it goes you know through the 20s, the 30s, all the way up to the you know recent times. So you're overlooking, you're looking out at New York. And you're seeing it kind of go through this time uh, cycle and seeing how it evolved. And 
That would actually then, be pretty cool. And then it disconnects. It looks like it disconnects from the building and flies you around the buildings. So you're actually, so it's almost like um, Willy yeah, Wonka, you know, yeah. where, where you go through. Uh, but it looked, it looked really cool. And that had to give you a sense of like vertigo. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Being on that. It's like, it's like the, um, you've seen the elevators with the, with the floors, with the LCDs and the floors. It looks like you can see all the way down. Have you seen those? Or they look like they fall apart. That would be crazy. I don't know that I've seen that. Uh, it's like, a, I've seen them on like some gag shows. You, you, you see people walk into them and the floor is like LCD and they're standing on it. And then it looks like it breaks away and it's falling apart and people are freaking I've out. I've seen because something like so that weird. on a bridge. Okay. Like a bridge over something and it starts to crack and people freak out. That's crazy. That's crazy. So yeah, 11 or 20, 20 years. Nuts. And the world, <laughs> I don't know. I, I could see that happening again. I don't think we're any safer now. It's a strange place, isn't it? There was definitely a sense of unity when that happened. I remember there was all this talk about in the Metro Detroit area, there being problems because of the large um, Arab community we have here. And it was the exact opposite. If you remember, everybody came together. Yeah. And there was a different feeling. There was a, a feeling of patriotism, I guess. Mm -hmm. And the American flag sales went through the roof after that. And everybody was, there's this brief moment where everybody kind of got along. It was a weird feeling, I think. I experienced that at least. Yeah, I just remember trying to cross the border after that. It was hours, hours. You, you would spend hours just sitting there. It was awful. They they have opened it up now for you to go back, right? Americans go over, but Canadians can't come over. Right? Is that That's right? That's right, yeah. Have you been? No, I, I'm not. I, because I've got immigration paperwork in, you're not allowed to travel out of the country. Ah, uh, okay. So I have not seen my family since spring of last year, which sucks. And you just celebrated a birthday. Yeah, Tuesday. 49? 49 we're the same uh -huh. age for a couple of months <laughs> for a couple months yeah uh 50s next my friend yeah it is i'm not ready for it i don't feel 50 no i don't either uh, physically sometimes yeah but not mentally i guess that's that's always the case you talk to people who are in their 70s and 80s and like they don't feel old either. Right. I have We're been having there. some issues with my shoulder. I don't Is know if it's still not feeling right. Yeah, it's still not right. I don't know if I mentioned that in the last podcast, but I don't know if it was my rotator cuff or not, but it's better. I've been taking an Advil in the morning and at night. I don't know if it's masking the pain uh, or not, but. I'm going to give it another couple of weeks. And if it's not any better, I'm going to head to the doctor, have them x-ray it. I didn't do anything to 
injure it. It's just, I don't know. Maybe it's arthritis. <laughs> maybe. Could be. I don't know. It seems like I'm too active for that. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Yeah. I like to think that it does. That's the idea, right? Just keep moving, stay in shape, do stuff that and you live longer and don't have the aches and pains, right? That's mm-hmm. the idea. So they tell us. Yeah, that's what they say. So did you hear about the new mandates? That Which might be one? coming. You didn't hear about this? From where? From the president? Oh, um, yeah, all federal workers need to get vaccinated. All federal workers, anybody with a hundred employees or more, they're pushing. Yep. And anybody that receives or takes Medicaid or Medicare, so that probably every health worker. Um they well, didn't extend good. it to schools yet, which is probably where they should extend it to. But I, I heard on the radio, Los Angeles County was mandating that all their students get yeah. vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Anyone over 12, I think. I don't know how that's going to work. It's as it's being a, it's not a law. It's a mandate. And I'm assuming there's going to be some backlash and some people trying to sue I don't know how it's all going to work out. I don't know. It's going to be messy. I remember when my mom was doing nursing, she had to get certain vaccinations, like hepatitis vaccinations or something like that, uh, in order to work at the hospital. Mm -hmm. I was like, what's the difference? Yeah. You you, you have nurses that are quitting because they don't want to get vaccinated. It's like, you of all people should know what's going on. Right. Yeah, I think some of it, I can understand some of it because it's, I don't know, the newness still of it. And, but I, I don't know that it's, it's obvious by the numbers that the, the states that have the lower vaccination rates are the ones that are suffering the most with more cases. Yeah. And those, and the cases that are showing up at the hospital are 95 plus percent unvaccinated unvaccinated yeah yeah i don't know it's gonna be it's it's gonna raise some controversy i still would be on i'm still on the fence whether they should mandate it or not um i don't know i get it when people say it's it's their rights and their freedoms and but but is it their right to potentially infect other people if they right. got it? Right. That's that's my, that's my take on it. It's kind of like I look at it and I don't know what what have I applied this analogy to before? I've, I've talked about it before. It's, it's like it's not it's not illegal for you to carry a knife. Let's say let's say you're allowed to carry a knife if it's holstered or whatever. But it's not it's not right for you to take that knife, attach it to an end of the string and walk through your, your, your local grocery store, swinging it around, putting somebody else in danger. Yeah. And that's kind of what it is. It's like, um, you're putting other people in danger. It's like secondhand smoke. It's, you know, they outlawed that for a reason because you're putting people, you're not just hurting yourself. You're putting somebody else in danger. Yeah. And like, how about sexually transmitted diseases? If I've got AIDS, is it infringing on my personal freedoms to go and have sex with whoever I want without 
letting them know they could get a potentially fatal disease. Well, I'm assuming, I, I think if I remember correctly, you could get charged, right? Yeah, you could. Right, right. But can they use the argument that's, you know, having to tell people that I have AIDS is infringing upon my personal freedoms to go and bang. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because who's going to want to bang you if you're walking around saying, oh, I got AIDS, I got AIDS. That, that right. infringes upon my personal freedoms to get laid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I did hear, what was it? It was a some event. Or it was a, no, it was at a school in, was it in Washtenaw County? This is a local school who had um, put a law that, or a rule that kids had to, everybody had to wear masks uh-huh. and the kids showed up and they weren't wearing masks. Parents were telling them not to wear the mask and, you know, they were just walking into school. And what ended up happening, at least this initial day, first day of school, is they separated all the people with no mask and put them in a different part of the building. So that that obviously is creating problems now people saying that they're discriminating against them but apparently they worked something out at this particular district and everybody was happy the next day so how they handle that i don't know but i know my my school district has a mask mandate yeah and you know what's the big deal but you got like schools in florida that are trying to implement a mask mandate because they're concerned about what's going on locally you got the fucking governor threatening to take people's salaries away if they implement a mask mandate yeah like why mm-hmm. why i i don't understand why that's a political issue that it, people are even arguing over yeah yeah well it's definitely become political there's no doubt about it it's been political since the beginning i mean that's how trump made it is he was trying to blame it on china he was trying to blame it on every anyone and everyone, and he made it a political issue. Mm-hmm. And you saw he uh, he even at a, at a event not long ago told the crowd to go get vaccinated. He got vaccinated; they should get yeah. vaccinated, and they booed him. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw that clip. <laughs> so, you reap what you sow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so stupid. Have you heard the whole thing going on in Texas with the abortion law? You had to have heard that, right? Yeah, that's a really slippery slope. One thing I I saw somebody make the analogy about, and, and it makes total sense, especially with dealing with Texas, how they're saying their 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 argument is essentially once there's a heartbeat, there's a a living human person. And I've heard people say, well, if there's a heartbeat, then the mother that's carrying this baby should be able to claim child support from day mm-hmm. from as soon as there's a heartbeat. Yeah. And then I heard somebody else say, which and this totally fits with Texas, that if an illegal immigrant comes across the border and they get pregnant, right? And then as soon as there's a heartbeat, that person is carrying an American citizen at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so they they have to be able to stay here, right? And you know the Texans will be like, hell no. <laughs> so it's like, where where do you draw the line? Well, that's it's such a stupid law because they're allowing anybody to sue anybody. Right. 
Like, right. if you you could be sitting outside an abortion clinic and watch some some woman go in who's visibly more than six weeks, and you could sue her. You could file a civil civil case, and they've made the law in such a way that they don't penalize you for filing frivolous lawsuits. Mm-hmm. So I've heard some people out there threatening to go and sue every politician and their family members. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with these frivolous lawsuits because they can't be charged they can't be they can't be held responsible for the defendant's legal costs right and, and just jam up the courts with these nuisance cases that turn out to be nothing mm-hmm. um it, it's crazy but other states have already looked at implementing something similar and then on the other other hand i've heard you know these far left liberal uh, minded people saying, well, we're going to use the same law to take away guns and other things. Yeah. It's just stupid. I don't think, I don't think the gun thing will ever go away because there's, there's a lot of liberal people that own guns as well. No, I understand Um, that, but they could come up with another frivolous law. Yeah. Right. Just to, just to go and harass people. Yeah. Just to, it's, it's just stupid. I don't know how many, you know, statistically, how many women are using abortion as a way of birth control, which obviously that's not the way to do it. There's, there's other ways to do that, whether it's, it's taking birth control or uh, the guy being having a vasectomy or having your tubes tied or even the morning after pill. But I would venture to say most of the abortions that are coming are not And, and, and I may be just ignorant in, as far as statistics go when it comes to this, but I would, I would venture to say that most of them aren't people having multiple abortions as a means of birth control. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, it, it's kind of a last resort or, or, or a fucked up situation or you're, you're young or you're raped or whatever. And when you start making that illegal, just like it was when it was illegal, people were going to shady places to have, have an abortion and un, unsanitary, unhealthy situations. Yeah. And the other crazy thing about that law is the same people that made that law are the same people that don't want to give you a dime after the baby's born. Right. You right. know, you've got a mother that can't afford a baby, can't afford to feed it, can't afford diapers, can't afford daycare. And it's these same people that are like, fuck you, you know, go out and work for a living. You, you lazy slob, you right. know, <laughs> Right. And it's the same people telling you to have the baby and give it up for adoption, which aren't adopting babies themselves. Right. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. It's it, it's like the, the George Carlin bit where he says, you know, that they. I don't know, I won't be able to do it justice, but essentially he says. They want to control everything about your kid until you have the kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and the, and then it's it's not their responsibility. I think I heard that he says they don't care about the kid until he's eighteen. Yeah, old enough to die for. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's it's a sticky situation, and you'll get people, both liberal people and conservative people, that will disagree on that. 
mm-hmm. subject just because, and I think a lot of it is because a lot of it falls around religion. Yeah, it does. And, and the other thing is, is it's these same people that are saying it's my right to choose whether I want to put a vaccine in my body yeah. that are in, infringing their opinions on other people's choices mm-hmm. with their bodies. That is one one subject where I think it's sexist because, and you can see that because if it was the other way around where it said men had to have a vasectomy at a certain age, if they were mm-hmm. trying to force a man to do have a vasectomy or not have a vasectomy, that would never fly. No. Never. That wouldn't, that wouldn't even make it anywhere. But yet, when it comes to a female, they're trying to control it, mm-hmm. what she does with her body. And, they, and it gets sticky because we've talked about this before. What if it's, what if it's the guy, and, and, and I understand women might not agree with this because they have to carry the, the child. But what if, what if a couple, they get pregnant and the guy wants to have the kid and the female doesn't? The guy has no he has no argument right yep she she can go get an abortion whether he wants to that you know have the kid or not um and i get that um but still there's some there's there's room for argument there for sure Mm -hmm. no no doubt Um, because it takes two so and i also heard somebody say too this was a doctor was talking about how you know, because they, they basically go around the heartbeat a lot of the times. They say, oh, when it has a heartbeat, it's it's alive and it's living. But there was a, a doctor, I saw a clip about a doctor saying, we pull the plug on people with heartbeats because they're not there mentally, they're vegetables or, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that to, to use the heartbeat as a scale to determine if that's life or not is absolutely ridiculous because we'll kill people with heartbeat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and we've talked about this too, when it comes to pulling the plug on somebody or putting somebody out of their misery when they're old, we do it for our animals and it's humane. It's the, it's the right thing to do. Dogs suffering, they're old, they're, they're deformed. They have, you know, physical disabilities or whatever, where they can't live a normal life. And it's okay for us to put our, our pets down, but not humans. We'll let the humans suffer. Right. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Which this this brings me to a question that I had written down. And I don't know. I probably thought about this because studying some of my philosophy books and my stoicism books. In stoicism, they basically say you kind of think about the worst thing that could happen and and realize like it's like the latin phrase memento more remember you're going to die that's that's kind of one of uh one of the kind of foundations of stoicism remember you're going to die and don't take things for granted and, and life's short and live live your life like uh like there might be no tomorrow and that made me think like if you were, if you knew you were going to die tomorrow, if you absolutely knew, um, and, and I think I think it was an IT crowd that uh, 
episode that brought this up because on there, Moss is, uh, he's asking Roy all these questions and Roy doesn't know Moss is filling out one of these death date things on a website, you know, trying to figure out when he's going to die. And he goes, he goes, uh, he goes, no, I don't want to know when I'm going to die. And Moss is doing it discreetly and he figures it out and he goes, he goes, when you're going to, when, when am I going to die? Is it 20 years? Is it 10 years? He's like, no, he goes, it's Thursday. And he goes, what? He goes, it's Thursday. And he goes, but it's okay. It's not till three in the afternoon. So you have the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> and so that made me think, like, if I knew I was going to die tomorrow at X amount at X time, what would I do today? And I was, and I don't even know what I would do. Like some, some people would say, oh, I would want to go see my, my family, my friends, or I'd want to go visit a place that I've never been before, or I'd rob a bank or jump out of an airplane or whatever, you know, all these crazy things. And I tried to think, what would I do today if I knew I was going to die tomorrow? Other than contact people, family and friends, and just to say hi or bye to them, I don't know if there's anything I would do I would do more card tricks today, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything that I would really do. Do you, do you, does that, and something pop out to you that you go, oh, I, definitely I would do this? I don't know. I don't know. Go get a big fat steak somewhere. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, maybe this is where the, philosophy of the stoics hurts me because i i really try to just be okay with everything that i have and not really wanting a bunch of extravagant i mean i would like a bunch of extravagant shit but wanting or needing it i'm okay with i'm okay maybe that's where it comes from i don't i don't really dream about doing shit or going places and I think I'm, I focus more on being okay with what I got. Speaking of being okay. But I do want got. all that stuff, but I'm okay with what I have. Do you see that house on the free press? That looks like a castle up in Rochester Hills. Mm -mm. They want like two and a half million dollars for this thing. It's got secret passageways and hidden rooms and hidden doors. And it looks like a, like a castle from the outside. Uh, no, I'll have to look that up. It's in Rochester? Yeah. It's got a moat around it. Oh, shit. The The bedroom's got a secret compartment that has some sort of staircase that leads to a, a room underneath the bedroom. Nice. And all sorts of crazy secret hallways and things. And it's for sale? Yeah, like two and a half million. See, I don't you know. almost afford that, eh? Yeah, almost. All of that stuff I would want. And, and I would be happy with all that stuff, but, you know, over the years, I've just tried to focus on being happy with what I do have. And as long as the bills are paid for me, but I, yeah. I don't think I, I, I really sat and I tried to think about something that I would, I would definitely do. And other than just making contact with people, I couldn't think of something that I would just really want to do that I could do. I mean, I could make up things and go, Oh yeah, I'd want to have a 
like we talked about the other day have dinner with bruce dickinson and, and yeah and joey belladonna from anthrax you sit down and have breakfast with those guys yeah that would be awesome and, and that that would be kind of something that would but that's not that w- that wouldn't happen just in a normal day what what would i want to do and i couldn't think of anything mm-hmm. sit out in the on the sit out on a chair and just soak up the sun and just enjoy breathing i guess for the last 24 hours that's what i would do honestly i wouldn't do i don't think i would do anything different than what i do in a normal day mm-hmm. i would probably i would probably go through the day you know thinking about stuff to do or or you know doing my normal everyday activities and then just go to bed early i don't know <laughs> i don't know I, I but i found that very interesting and, and i was curious if you had something like right off the top of your head that you would do no not that i can think of hmm. because in the end and i think this is why at least i think don't can't think of anything none of it matters anyway that's right no, no you're, you're absolutely you're, right it, it doesn't matter anyway one day more, one day less, doesn't matter. So so really, the thing that does kind of matter is touching base with people you know and care about one last time, I guess. Yeah. None of the other shit matters. And yet, there's so many days that go by that you don't reach out to friends and family. Yeah, I know. And mm-hmm. tomorrow could be your last day. You don't know. So maybe you should reach out more often. I know I should. Definitely. Yeah. I think all of us, um, I do feel sometimes I try to text my dad every, every morning. And there are a couple of days where I'll get busy and I'll I'll forget, but we at least touch base via text every single day in the morning. But there's people that I know that I still consider good friends or people I love and care about that I won't hear from unless I reach out to them. Mm -hmm. And I have, I, this is, this is going to show how my brain works. I'm like a list person. I'm a person that makes lists and writes stuff down and keeps a calendar for myself. I have, I, I have this little note in my calendar every, every once of, is it set for every month or every two months? I'm not sure if it's set for every month or two months, but there's a list of like 10 or so people who I consider close to me that I reach out to, even if it's just a text. And, and in my in my calendar, it says, let me tell you exactly what it says. It's titled. Let me see if I can find it. So I have it scheduled for. Do you know what you're doing over there? No, I don't. I absolutely don't. So it's every month, every month. And the name of my my task is send homies a text. So, and I have a list of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 people. And these are family and friends that I don't always talk to. But I always I reach out to them every four or five weeks or so just to say, hey, what's up? 
I get You're random, not on this list because I talk to you all the time. I get random texts from you throughout the day. I, they yeah. just can't be repeated here. <laughs> right. You, you and Paul and some other people aren't on that list because we talk on a regular basis. But yeah, it's made up of, it's probably 50-50 family and friends that I just text and say, hey, what's happening? The way that I do that is I have a couple of group chats. Obviously, you're in them. Um, and I just, it, you know, include all of the people that I want to chat with and whoever wants to jump into the conversation uh, can do so. Um, then I've got one for my family members as well, a Facebook chat. So, you know, you can just pop in there and say whatever and, you know, whoever answers, answers. At least they know you're alive. They At least they know that you're, you know, communicating. Yeah. And I, I find it, this list started out originally as just like three people and it's grown just because, I don't know, I just feel like I need to touch base with some people every once in a while just to see how they're and doing. What, what do you say when you reach out to them? Ah, I'll just say, hey, checking in, just see how you're doing, you know, that's it. Just, mm-hmm. just to know that they're doing okay and still around or nothing exciting or they haven't won the lottery yeah right right and they're not leaving me out (laughs) (laughs) good plan exactly exactly so yeah that's that pops up on my account And, and there are times sometimes where i won't contact all of them because maybe i talked to one of them earlier in the week you know or earlier in the month i won't send them a text because that would be weird but yeah. Is that weird that I do that? No, that's that's cool. My dad used to keep track of everyone that he interacted with. He would somehow find their birthday and he would always send them a birthday message. Uh, I'm I'm really anal about that too. I, I in my calendar I have everybody's birthday yeah, and, I do and too. pretty much when they were born. So I know how old they are. Um, family and and, and there are people, there are some people on there that, that I haven't talked to for so long that it would in a way be weird to have there to reach out to them, but I still have it. And I know when their birthday is. A lot of people rely on Facebook to wish people happy birthday, you mm. know, cause it pops up and says happy, you know, right on somebody's wall, happy birthday. I, I will typically send them a text message rather than just because just scrolling by and just typing happy birthday on, on some, on a message that popped up and say, Hey, it's Craig's birthday. Wish him a happy birthday. Oh, right. Happy birthday. Right. You know, that's not the same as a personal text message, or, a personal yeah. text message. I agree. So that's what I, I always do. And text messages for me, like uh, that's enough. If somebody just remembers, I don't care. I mean, if they don't remember, I don't, it doesn't bother me either, but it's nice that they do remember and just a simple text message. Well, I always remember you and Paul's because one after the other, I just can't remember the order. Paul's first. Paul's first. Paul's older and hairier. Older and hairier. (laughs) No, you'll never forget. You'll never forget. No, he's on the sixth. He's on the sixth. You're on the seventh. I'm on the seventh. Oh, a day that lives in infamy. Yes. And also... I learned this when I was watching the Godfather uh, series. 
it's Vito Corleone. That's when he was born. Yeah. December 7th. Yeah, because and, and they don't really say it in the uh in the show, but in the they don't say like December 7th, but they're all getting ready to um have dinner and they're sitting down and somebody says something about the Japanese attack in America and they go, Yeah, on dad's birthday. Um, so they kind of and I was like, oh shit. Uh, yeah, my birthday is the same as Vito Corleone, too. <laughs> yes, a day that will live in infamy. Yes, Paul, you'll never forget that now. Paul is older and hairier than me. Yes, he is. <laughs> and shorter. <laughs> and shorter. <laughs> Let's see what else can we what else can we pile on? He's not here to defend himself either. That's right. <laughs> That's the best. So let's just keep going. He's pretty ugly too. <laughs> Did you have something else before we wrap up? Yeah, a couple of things. Um, just out of curiosity, name a friend that you were fairly close with growing up. Um, how, growing up, what age? We're talking like 15, middle school. Let's say let's say fourteen, fifteen. Hmm. That's tough because some, most of my closer friends were either before that or after that, just because of. Okay. How about a little before? Yeah. Mike Baber. Okay. What did his parents do for a living? Ooh, I have no idea. No idea. Zero. No did you idea. like hang out at his house? Did you go over? Yeah. They would hang out. He would hang out at my house. I would hang out at his house. We were on the same baseball teams together. Yeah. But I have no idea what his parents did. See, that, I don't know if I could tell you what any of my friends' parents do. See, that floors me. Because I, I, I talk to the kids, and I'll ask them questions like, you know, what's what's so-and-so's parents do for a living? I don't know. How do you not know? Did you know what your, yeah, your I, friend's I parents did for a living? At 15? Yeah. yeah. I didn't care. I don't care now. <laughs> see, see, that, that blows my mind. It, and it's like... Michaela's got a friend that was going to Florida with her mother to do modeling. And this is a friend that was over, you know, slept over frequently. It's like, well, what does she model? I don't know. You didn't ask somebody's somebody's getting on a plane with their mother. They're both going to a, across the country to do modeling. And you well, see something like that. I think you would have to know you would question it because there's an activity based around her profession. But she didn't ask. It's like, I don't know. And it, it, it surprises me that kids today and, you know, maybe you, <laughs> there's just a lack of curiosity. It's like, I always asked tons of questions, you know, and the, these kids, it's like, they're just in their lane and they don't, they don't look out the side view mirror or window and see what's going on around them. They, they just don't ask questions. Um, I don't know. I think, I think in that situation, it's different. I think if you're going somewhere based on the parents profession, it's a little different. I think that you have to ask a question, especially if you are 15. But I think when, when a parent has just a normal nine to five, they're working at, you know, the, the auto plant or something like that. I don't think it really ever comes into a conversation because let's be honest 
do those people really want to fucking talk about work when they're at home? Probably well, not. Their kids would know. Even yeah, things their kids like, might know, but that like, uh, even things like the kids want to go to somebody's house. It, it should be live? the parent that it should be you that knows what those parents do because you have communication with them. I, I don't. But like even yeah. asking, even ask the kids, where do your friends live? I don't know. You don't ask. You don't ask to see maybe they live around the corner. You can go hang out. No. I'll see. Now that was definitely different because I I knew like thinking back to elementary school and junior high school, you knew where all your friends were at. That's that's totally different. But like like even thinking about as I was older, um, you know maybe I knew and just forgot, but. I don't know. I mean, like your mom. I know she worked in healthcare. I don't know what she did. Well, you knew she worked in healthcare. That's oh, what she yeah. did. And, and I and I guess maybe I, I knew Mike Baber's dad worked in the auto industry. I don't know if he worked on the line or if he was an engineer. I don't know what he did. But I, yeah. I knew. Yeah, I guess. Okay. <clears throat> so maybe I did know a little bit, but not specifically. Well, you're almost 50. Maybe you did and you just forgot. <laughs> Probably. No, but it, it, it just, it strikes me that kids today just have a general lack of curiosity about a lot of things. And that's what, you know, Tyler just signed up for an engineering class. And I'm like, dude, you got to be curious. You know, if you want to be good in engineering, you got to be a curious person. You have to want to know things. You want to mm -hmm. figure out things. And so I asked him in the car yesterday, I said, what are you curious about? <laughs> Any, he listed four or five things, you know, curious about the nature of reality. It's like, that's cool. We could probably talk about that sometime. And then I asked Michaela, Michaela, what are you curious about? She's like, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, for me, if, when it comes to curiosity, I've always been curious. Like I've always reading and information for me is, you know me. I like to know a little bit about a lot yeah for sure I, i'll get i'll get stuck on these google searches you'll hear about something you go oh, i don't know what that is and then next thing you know you're on the computer for an hour because you're on this rabbit hole down this rabbit hole about reptilians or <laughs> whatever that's me every day <laughs> yeah 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 so there was that question and then the last thing is uh Michigan plays today. I missed the game last mm. week. I totally spaced. I missed. Yeah. My dad was asking me if I watched the state game and I'm like, nope, I didn't watch anything at all. I spaced out too. So I guess it's on tonight at eight. What, when does state play? I don't know. And tomorrow the Lions start. Well, actually Thursday started football season. Mm -hmm. um, there was a Thursday night game and the Lions play tomorrow. So I'll have my flag out and sitting i think i'll i think i'm going to get some pizza and watch the game what time do they play at one at one mm -hmm. they oh, play who do they play they play san francisco oh at, at home yeah so that'd be a good game that's where the I, i'm so glad from, right? no quarterback came from la or from, yeah from, okay. from rams i'm so happy as much as i miss going to the game. I'm so happy that I didn't get season tickets the last two years with COVID. 
Mm-hmm. Even right now that it's back open, I would not feel comfortable going down there. Um, I'm so happy that I don't have season tickets hanging over me right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I miss being there and I'll probably get a ticket for Thanksgiving, um, depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. And then with my new TV, it's like almost being there anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It really is. Now I did buy, I did buy tickets to a Michigan game. Yeah. You told, you mentioned that last time. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, I'm going to take the kids. They want to see the marching band. They're really excited about that. And I know you said that's going to be really packed, but I don't know. Yeah, that would, I, I think that's a little beyond what I'm comfortable doing right now. So, and, could, and I'll be honest with you. Am I comfortable in those situations before COVID? Mm, not really. I'd rather <laughs> you know, big crowds like that and a bunch of stupid drunk people. Sometimes it was better just to sit home and watch the game. Yeah. Dealing with traffic and, you know, the alcohol abuse <laughs> at those games. <laughs> because that's seriously what it is. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, Michigan, there's no, there was no alcohol sales, right? Not in right? the stadium. Not in the stadium, right. That's the way I feel it should be. At least, at least what I remember. I mean, it's been a few no, years since I've the been last time, The last time you and I went to that Michigan-Michigan State game, um, there was no alcohol in there. Yeah. And that was maybe seven, eight years ago or more. Just what gets snuck in. Yeah, right, right. Or beforehand when people are tailgating. But I, I really feel that that's how it should be in in pro sports too because half the problems that you deal with the fights in the stands is because somebody's fucking drinking too much yeah they, they they cut it off in the fourth quarter and they stop alcohol sales so what happens everybody's making a rush to the the beer line to yeah, get more two, alcohol three beers back exactly exactly i don't know i know they make a ton of money off it but i really feel there shouldn't be alcohol when you got kids in there and you know everybody's driving you know what I mean? I'll mention my my friend who will not be named that gets the the positions to go work the concessions down at uh, Ford Field there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when the, when the supervisor's not looking, he was like shoveling hot dogs into his face, and he'd bring his own cup and <laughs> hit the beer tap when nobody was looking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think I'll go to, I'll end up at, at a concert probably before. Well, I don't know. It, it depends on, it's almost November. We'll be here before we know it. Will I get Thanksgiving tickets? I, I don't know. I guess right now, if you were to ask me right now, I would not. Um, just because of the situation. Yeah. So, but I think I'd be at a concert before. I would be at a football game, maybe, just because I think I miss see, a concert so much. I'm going to a concert next Sunday to see Jeff Tate. Well, the buddy I don't know who that is. The singer from Queensryche. Okay. It's going to do, a, I think, Empire in entirety, if I recall. Well, Anthrax like- is here next, or not Anthrax, Megadeth is here the 19th. Yeah. September. 
tickets are still just so expensive. I know it's, I look, I look at tickets because I, I want to be on the floor and in the front and you look at those seats and they're no, it doesn't even matter what concert it is. It's, it's 130 bucks right off the bat. And the bigger the name, the more expensive it is. And it's like, fuck, it's crazy. Who can afford that? Especially if you're, if you're paying for two or three people, Mm -hmm. how can you afford that? It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know how. But who we will be going to see, and we didn't talk about this, so we'll make this real quick uh, before we go. Maiden, when they come, if they come back through, and yeah, they we just, will go see them. They just released their new album, Senjutsu, which I have mixed feelings on. It's it's really close to like the last one, Book of Souls, the whole album. It's a double album, so it's a long album. Nothing really stood out for me, really. All kinds of sounds the same. It's okay. I wouldn't say it's in the upper half of their best albums. Yeah, I'll have to listen to that. Just okay. I'll probably have to listen to it a few more times before I get into it, because it's getting really good reviews, and it's been on the UK chart at number one all week, beating out Kanye West, I think. (laughs) <laughs> or or drake one of the two uh so at least over in the uk they have taste yes they do <laughs> so well, that's all i have sir i think it's all i have and that's 45 in the books and we are out see you later we're out <laughs>